Welcome to the Conversations with Women of Color podcast with your hosts Danusha and Megan. In today's episode, we chat with Alvina from the Through My Wine Glass publication. Alvina is a content creator, mother, career woman who also manages a successful side hustle. She chats with us about achieving work-life balance, navigating lockdown with a toddler, and shares a few tips for parents working from home. Morning, ladies. How are you? Good, thanks. And you? I'm good, cold, but good. Thank you for asking. It's so hey, cold. Alvina, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. It's definitely cold. We all need coffee or tea um, and a couple of biscuits to keep warm. <laughs> it is Sunday morning, so it's co-sisters all it's the co-sisters. way. It's co-sisters. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have any. There are no sisters in the freezer. I didn't get any this morning. So it's just uh, coffee and biscuits for me. Very dry. (laughs) (laughs) You need to Uh, do what you need to do. Yeah. Mm. As long as you got the coffee, it's fine. It's it's all good. (laughs) So, Vina, we're super excited to have you here today. It's been a while coming, I think. Um, But yeah, thank you for joining today. We've got an interesting conversation to have. And I think that it's one that, you know, a lot of moms, a lot of parents and just women in corporate in general, um, you know, need to hear. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so excited. I know it's been a long time coming and your schedules and my schedule always seems to um, not tie up. So I'm so happy that this morning we managed to make the time and chat. Yes, uh, we are very, very excited. So let's get into it. It's been over a year since we've been in lockdown. Gosh, it's um, scary saying that. I can't believe how quickly time has flown by. How would you say it's been for yourself working from home and managing a side hustle? Oh, my word. Honestly, it is so draining. I actually, there was a point during, I think if it was after six months or so that I wished I could just go back to the office because um, it just almost breaks the routine. Working from home, it's a constant cycle. I feel like I'm those little hamsters because I just go, you just go. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy um, because I wake up in the morning, I go to my laptop, there's my daughter, take her off to school, work again, do a bunch of laundry. So there's like the discipline that I used to have when I would have a routine of going into the office like I keep on either starting that discipline cycle again or I break it and then I have to start over so it's not easy but we move yeah Mm. yeah I I agree with you and I feel like the lines are blurred because you're working from home and I mean I've been doing this for a number of years now but for many people it's a new phenomenon so you know, instead of taking a break like we used to do in the past, um, you find yourself now doing house chores. So you'll quickly do the laundry or you'll start cleaning. And, um, you know, we also, it's important to take a break and, and rest. So many people are experiencing high levels of exhaustion. Some people are even burnt out. So, so true, uh, Megan. And what I find is that even when you are taking a break, you like I'm not fully breaking, I'm not... T- taking a break because in that break I find that there's something else that I should be doing and being at home and having 
uh, you know, having to do schoolwork, having to do homework, it's, it's just so intense. And I'm fortunate that the company that I work for and in my house, like my husband is so supportive. So he will step up when, if I, if I need a minute, if I say, listen, I'm going to take a walk by myself or I just need a break. Like there are people that I can depend on. So, but yeah, I don't know if it's going to get easier. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and the thing is, like, once we're switching back and we might go back into office, it's going to be this readjustment again. So I don't know if it's going to get better at any time soon because just to readjust and adjust, it's just, like, I, I think everyone's used to this now. You're kind of used to this lifestyle. And then to go back, I, I don't know how it's going to be. I think, like, if in an ideal world, I would want to go back as an option and only on the days that it's really required just so that I know, like I used to start out in the beginning of lockdown, wake up early, get dressed. Okay, I still shower and get dressed. Like I have a routine. It just doesn't seem like one. Mm. It doesn't seem like one because, so I wake up early, I make sure that I showered and I made the bed. Like that is, oh God, if I don't do that, I feel my whole day is just all over the place. Mm-hmm. So like the, the task of showering and, and I never work in bed. I've never worked in my bed, which I feel I'm very proud of and there's nothing wrong with it. But for me to be in a mindset of having to get the job done, I find that I need to be in a quiet space. I need to be focused and I need to be sitting like I would normally sit at work. Mm, I hear you. I've worked in bed, but only because like my back is sore or it's freezing. Um, but I do agree with you. When I'm at the desk, I just have a different like mode. I'm mean, like in work mode, like you can't mess with me. <laughs> you can't touch Don't me. Don't even get <laughs> into the back pains and the neck pains and the shoulder pains because I don't know. Like at this point, everybody needs to be sponsored by ergonomic chairs because for real. Besides the pen, besides the pandemic, I think we're gonna sit with another problem a few years down the line where people's backs or shoulders or like we're just gonna have problems yeah yeah I, was, yeah I was at the Cairo the other day I couldn't take it because my shoulder was locked for the whole week and I couldn't do anything so I was like you know I have to do something and I'm so glad to hear that I'm not alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um and also people think it's an age thing it's not an age thing like it affects all of us especially here at home I think, yeah, yeah, it's a real problem. And it's funny that you mentioned the break because I think we don't get a clean break. A lot of us, like, we're always thinking, oh, I've got that to do and this to do. And mm. you're never able to rest in that way. It's really difficult. Yeah, it is. It, it is so difficult. And I find that when I need a clean break, I need to go walk. Like, I would go walk at Rondebosch Common and I don't even listen to music. I just need to walk. In, in, and inhale fresh air or even at the beach and I need to be alone and, I, and I'm not walking for exercising purposes I'm actually mm. walking for my sanity mm. yeah I also did the same I end up in like nature just walking wherever uh, in fact yesterday we went for a walk as well and it was just us and it, it makes a huge difference um, but the thing is how often do you get to do that that's the other thing well I Every Monday when I start my new goals, <laughs> which could be next Monday or next month's Monday, <laughs> like when I remember. Okay. Things have to be, uh, like things have to, I try to do it consciously three times a week. I'm going to lie to you if I say I do it mm. consistently. 
Yeah. But I make a conscious decision. And I, like I said, for me, it's the, like, I need to be alone. I don't even want my husband or my daughter with me or the dog. I just need to be by myself. Mm, and I get that. Um, so we're speaking about this work-life kind of lifestyle at home. Do you think that as working women, you know, whether it's in a pandemic or not, can we actually achieve work-life balance? I think you can achieve it if you have a proper support system. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm so grateful for my husband because in our house, or we don't assign gender roles to each other. We do what needs to be done. So just because I'm the female doesn't mean I'm going to be cooking every night. In fact, I hardly cook because it's not my responsibility. It's not, oh, you're the woman, so you need to do the laundry. So I think just having, not having to worry about that almost makes it easier to kind of achieve a work-life balance because some somewhere like you're gonna burn out and in order for you mm-hmm. to be like in order for me I don't even want to say you in order for me to be the best version of myself whether it be as a wife as a woman in business as somebody that has a side hustle as a mom as a friend I need to be I need to be full. Like I need to be, I need to be full in order to give. And I can't do that if I'm constantly trying to do many things at the same time. So it is definitely possible if you have the proper support structure, which I, I do find I have. I'm actually sometimes to blame for not setting proper boundaries when I feel burned out or like the juggling is becoming too much. Then it's then it's actually me because I haven't set boundaries in place to say listen, I cannot do this or I can't arrive or I just can't do it. That is so profound, Alvina. So, Alvina, you mentioned something very important. You said that, you know, it's important to fill your cup first and, you know, ensure that you have boundaries in place. That is so important. Now, I want to speak a little bit about, you know, practicing self-love and self-care while juggling, um, you know, motherhood, which is, I'm sure, very demanding you have a side hustle, you have a full-time job. How do you manage all these things while practicing self-love and self-care? I, I love what I do. So that makes it a bit easier. On, on all spheres, I love being a mother. I love my job. I like being in a position at work where I get to help people. And although, like not in a medical <laughs> type of way, but it makes a difference. It's like if I help somebody they in turn get to help 20, 30 other people. So being um, in the financial sector and being able to help people, that brings me so much fulfillment. And so for that part, my cup needs to be filled. I need to have clarity so that I can give the best to my clients. As a mom, the same, I need to be attentive. I, I don't want to paint a pretty picture. I don't always get it right, ladies. I do not. Sometimes I need to be conscious to myself to say, listen, take a deep breath and just start over like just yeah yeah so um yeah I think for me and that's why I said the the quietness for me is where I find many people do other things like some people exercise some people um you know meditate I would love to learn how to meditate I think that's one of my goals but I enjoy quietness and being able to adjust my thoughts and being able to inhale and exhale and just be thank God for what I have and um, reflect. And so when I come back from 
whether it be a walk or whether I just sit quietly in my office, um, I feel like that way I can almost re-energize myself. Mm. I, I love that. I love that you say fill up your cup. This is something I preach about all the time. And it, it's so important for every single one of us. And also the meditation, I'm sure I've got a video about that <laughs> on YouTube. Please do um, share. I will. And I think like, you know, in meditation, you think that you need it perfect, but it's really not the case. It's like with anything, learning how to ride a bike or um, mm. learning how to drive, you know, it's all about just practice. Um, but yeah, speaking about, we spoke about this earlier, we spoke about lockdown. In this last year, I know it's been more than a year now. What lessons did you learn in this last, like, year and a few months oh my word that I and the people around me and mostly I've learned this lesson from my daughter is that we are resilient and we don't give ourselves enough credit for it and we can do anything we set our mind to and really just you have to believe in something so much and and I use my daughter as an example because there are many lessons that I I've tried to teach or I teach her during her six or seven years where she will come back and tell me, but mommy, you said this, why are you now not practicing it? Like I tell her, you need to be yourself. Don't worry about what other people say. And so I think it was during the week, she's got this habit where she's got a tights on and she takes a pom-pom and she'll tie it on the front of the tights. So I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Is it even a style? She's like, no, it's my style. So I said, but you don't need to do what your pants fit. Didn't you say, I can dress the way I like, and if this is my style? And I'm like, okay, no, you're right, girl. Do your thing. <laughs> but yeah, we are so resilient and adaptable. And if I look at her, I can't understand how adults can't wear a mask properly or wear a mask or complain about it. When this child goes to school every morning, she stands in a queue, gets sanitized, wears a mask during the day, plays with a friend, socially distant. And yeah, I want to complain about what? Like having to walk from, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's a leader. Um, she Not only does she challenge you, but she's definitely, um, she's, a, she's a leader. So you must give her credit. <laughs> I will give her the credit um, when she comes from church. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, earlier on, you know, we just tapped into working from home. Do you have any tips for parents who are trying to, you know, create a balance, um, you know, because they're working from home and they're having to manage a household while looking after the kids? What tips do you have for them? I think that for me, what works is I just try to do my best and I'm honest with my partner, with my child. When I am really exhausted or I had a tough day, then I will say, listen, guys, we are eating boiled eggs tonight because it takes two seconds. And this is it. Like, unless somebody else wants to do something, it's not going to be me. I think that sometimes as a mom and as a woman, we we put pressure on ourselves that nobody else puts on us. Like, mm. your partner or your husband or your children didn't even exert any pressure on you. But you feel that I need to, I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, it, And sometimes it's that pressure that actually pushes us over the edge where if we were just honest, because our children understand, our husband understand, like, you know, but we need to vocalize it. And I find that if I do vocalize it, um, it become, if I say it out loud, then I hear it for myself, but I also um, say it to the next person. And I think when I when I look at um, yourselves, uh, Danusha and Megan, you, you always, like manifestation is so important. And these are the, the things that, 
whether it's bothering you or not, but you need to say it out loud so that you can first admit it and then you can work on it. So if anything, I would say the tip is vocalize something for yourself and say like, what am I currently struggling with working from home? And if I struggle with a peaceful place to sit or whatever, then I need to create that space. Not everybody's got, you know, like maybe the space or whatever, but you need to find a place where you can do what you need to do. And then also be honest in, if you can't do everything, like if I cannot finish Avery's homework, I'm gonna tell Miss whatever her name is, like we just didn't have the capacity today, we will get to it tomorrow because you know what? I was just tired, so. Yeah, yeah I love it's that. The, it's the I think I love that you can actually do that. You can say to your teacher like, hey, look, sorry, we actually didn't get to this homework today. I didn't know yeah, that you could actually do I think that you need to be honest with yourself because if I'm gonna if I'm gonna not be in the right space to do the homework with everything, she's not gonna be receptive. If I'm stressed out and now I'm stressing with a child that needs to learn, or I'm stressed out at the office and I need to be there for somebody else, you know what? I'm not giving the best version of myself. So that's why I say the tip would be to make sure that you are okay. And if you can't do it, you need to be honest with yourself and those around you to say, listen, guys, maybe not today, maybe tomorrow we start over. So yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, I love that you're not afraid to vocalize and, and you know, just speak about where you're at or how you're feeling. And I don't know, but when you said that, you know, we put this unnecessary pressure on ourselves, I really felt that deep within my soul because we all do that you know we put we set yeah. this high standard where we want to achieve all these things whether it's in your career or your personal life but sometimes it's just not possible and you know I always love how Danusha speaks about you know scheduling time to rest making sure that you just whether it's your quiet time whether you find it in movement or whether you just go and sleep meditate whatever works for yeah. you but you know it's it's important to do that because we have to ensure that we fill our own cups first. And in that way, we can give the best versions of ourselves to the world. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, thank you, guys. I think that what you also mentioned that's really important to highlight, Alvina, is that, yes, we can fill up our cup, but we also have to lean into our support. We have to have that community of support around us because you never know when it's going to be a bad day and you need them. And you can't, like, you can't do it alone. Nobody can do it alone. You can't raise a no, child you, on no, your own. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and sorry to interrupt you. I, was, I just wanted to add that it is important to be, to have people that you can be honest with. And it doesn't have to be many, whether it's just one or two people where you can honestly say how you feel without feel, feeling that you are judged. Or, you know, um, I think mm. it's important to, and it doesn't have to be your partner it doesn't have to be, it can be a psychologist, but you need to be able to speak things. Yeah, you exactly. need to speak on things. Mm, that communication you need. And you need to be honest with yourself. That self-acceptance, accepting what is for what is right now, is how you kind of move on and process that. You don't have to go through it in a day. You know, it can take you a week. It can take you a month, however long it takes you. But you have to be honest with, you know, this is what I'm going through. This is how I'm feeling. And go from there. Yeah, totes. <laughs> so, Alvina, just to lighten up the mood a little bit, we know that you chat a lot about wine. If you haven't seen Alvina's socials, it's through my wine glass. I think on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, check her out. 
Um, she focuses on wine um, in her work and on her blog. So tell us, Alvina, what is your family favorite friendly spots to hang out weekends or whenever? So um, if, you, if you're familiar with my account, you'll know that my husband does not drink alcohol at all, any kind of alcohol. And my daughter's got a bougie cheese palette. So, <laughs> so as long as the cheese board is up to her standard, um, like, yeah, she, she loves a good cheese board. I, for me, it's a bit easier in the sense of when I think of family friendly, like my daughter's, yeah, she, like I said, she's a bit bougie. So she, she knows how to have a good time. She knows when to sit still and when to enjoy herself. I love outdoors because I'm such a routine person and my work is so demanding and I'm in four walls most of the time. When it comes to the weekend, I want to see green grass. I want to see the mountains. I want to see trees and plants. And so that's how I started getting into, like, that's how through my wine glass started, basically. It's just me on a weekend going outside mm, <laughs> and then having a glass that. of wine. So my favorite places are like anywhere, like I said, as long as there's something, apple juice, coffee or tea available for my husband to sip on, there's a nice cheese board. Uh, I, I would go through list of places, but we don't have the time. But I go there to re-energize and just sit and enjoy God's beauty that he created. That is a, that's so beautiful. Um, I think it's important to, you know, get out and explore all the beautiful places in South Africa. We are blessed with mountains, sea, and there are some amazing wine estates yeah. right here in our backyard. Definitely. I th- like for me, the, the blogging part is a cup filler. If I, like that's, that's mm. something that fills my cup. The minute it starts feeling like a job or it's taking away from that, then I take a step back and I reassess. So I think over the last year, um, I've had to just it's like, why am I putting pressure on myself or allowing somebody else to put pressure on me for doing something that I enjoy? And then I had to relook at the way I present my blog and why I got into it in the first place. And so um, the wine blog thing, I hope, I don't want to say never, but it's my intention is not for it to be a career. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And a career puts pressure on you. You know what I'm saying? Like it puts yeah. <laughs> on you and there's deliverables. And yeah. so the minute it's going to become that, then I'm not going to enjoy it anymore. And so I'm so afraid that I would lose that joy. And I know people say like, oh, make your passion your job and you'll never work a day in your life. I am still to experience that because I'm passionate about my day job, but not to the extent of, you know, what I'm saying where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do these things outside and I'm going to get paid for it. The minute, the minute there's uh, um, money involved, there's expectations. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I think we must mention you are the queen of TikToks, girl. Like, seriously? Yes. Yes. I love that platform so much because I could sit on there for hours and literally crack myself. Like, people are so creative. I am not, though. I just wing it there. <laughs> No, 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 you're not winging it. I think that um, doing videos the way you do, uh, there's so much sass and wit and, you know, there's always wine involved. And I love that you are, you know, venturing into a different um, a different form of digital marketing. Like you are advertising the wine in a sense, but you're doing it in a completely different way. So I'm obsessed with your videos. Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to tell SABC, well, maybe not SABC, 
<laughs> I should look at that. I got me bonding with bankruptcy. Yeah. But I enjoy I enjoy making the videos. And like I said, the, the blog thing is really it's about my what is in my wine loss and how I want to mm. present it. And so I cannot have somebody else put their demands on what I want to do. So thank you for that, Mays. I will definitely lean towards more TikToks that um I, I actually love it. I think I should have been an actress or I probably was trying to be an actress when I was younger. So I just love <laughs> pretending to be somebody else. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. And, I, you know, the thing about passion is that, you know, we all need passions that you're not earning money from. Whatever that is, you don't need to make it into your career, but you do need something. So if your, your blog is your kind of passion and it's something you do in your spare time, you don't need more pressure from, from that, you know. Um, but everybody needs that. And I feel like yeah. as you grow up, you let go of the hobbies, the passions and stuff. And in lockdown, we had to like refine those things. True, because we couldn't go outside. So we had to create it inside. And mm. I am sad to admit that I did not acquire many of the baking skills that I saw others so um, do. And also because I don't want to, let's just be honest, I do not like being in the kitchen. If you find me in the kitchen, I'm sitting next to you while you cook and I'm having a glass of wine and I'll keep you company. But that is one passion that I just do not share. And that's okay. Thank you for your honesty. Um, yeah, I love that you're just very honest about it. Like, um, mm. I don't know, sure. what did you want to say? And I was going to say, like, with Nikesh and I, like you were saying, that you need to split the, the work up in the household. We do that all the time. There's no gender roles here. Like, he actually does the laundry every week. I don't do laundry. I won't touch it because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and also with the cleaning, he does a lot of the cleaning. And I will do, like, the grocery shopping, the cooking. But if I'm busy, he'll do the cooking. Um and a lot of the other stuff, like the smallest stuff and whatever I'll do. But I like I was visiting and I was helping him put up furniture. So it's it's really just about, you know, working together, whether it's a family, whether you're just you and your partner, yeah. you know, it's it's not about gender roles. I think in this day and age, those things don't exist or shouldn't exist. No, true. I mm. think it's almost, um, for me, it's, uh, I admire it. And even like you guys, you just said, I admire that because I've had to do a lot of unlearning from, not that my parents were doing it incorrectly, but I grew up with the notion thinking that we must eat at six o'clock and we must have roast chicken and potatoes and, and, and on Sunday lunch. And that was the pressure that I placed on myself. And then I couldn't live up to that standard. And then I'm upset. And those are the things that I had to unlearn. This is like creating our own flow in our household that works for all of us so that we can all be at our best for each other. And so if we eat four yeah. o'clock on a Sunday, you know what? At least we're eating. Exactly. And I mean, times have changed so much. Um, back in the day, in our parents' time, there were just um, different expectations. And maybe they could achieve, you know, eating at, 12 on a Sunday with the potatoes, the rice and yeah. the salads and, and stuff. But these days, the, the demands on, you know, on us as individuals, whether it be in our careers or our personal lives is so high. You just cannot achieve everything like our parents did. And that's completely okay. That is 100% okay. It's just not possible to um, to achieve everything. No, that's true. I love, I love what Danusha tweeted um, the other day when she said, "Just because you are single doesn't mean you can't be tired." Because 
you have other things in um not single i think that you said not when without you're kids. Not a, just because you're not a mother yeah i think yeah. i have kids um but kids is not an excuse like there's no reason why the next person can't be tired because tiredness is not just from your body like physically it's mentally as well like i am when i'm tired i'm not tired because i have a daughter i'm mentally drained like you know what I'm, i don't know if that makes sense but mm. my brain is tired <laughs> Yes, yeah. I can't give. Yeah, exactly. So it can be emotionally exhausted. It can be mentally exhausted. Um, it's not just a physical thing. And that's why when I talk about rest, I mean that rest can mean anything. It can be social rest. It means you engaging with your friends, for example, or you going for a walk or you painting, like having a hobby. There's so many different types of rest. There's like seven different types of rest. So you have to actually analyze what kind of rest do you need that time do you need to sleep or do you need to do something and for each person it's different and it's just about girl i did not body. know there are seven types of rest <laughs> i need to go visit this page i need to go to your page again i didn't know about the seven because i'm resting wrong yeah i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'll send you a podcast on it i actually listened to a podcast on it and it's really interesting because i actually didn't know that as well until like recently um so yeah that's you know it's something that we need to understand it's also just listening to your body your body tells you and it signals to you so we need to listen awesome thank you so much alvina um i really learned a lot please go check out um at, through my wine glass on instagram facebook um twitter and tiktok as well <laughs> thank you ladies so much for this conversation um i really enjoyed myself and yeah i i look forward to listening to this again and the other um, links that you'll be sending and so i can share it um with everybody else that's listening not forget the meditation and the seven rest things so that we just add that in there yes absolutely thank you so much alvina it was lovely having you with us today thank you all right then bye bye take care bye Thank you for joining Conversations with Women of Color. Check out our Instagram page called Conversations with Women of Color and we'll see you there.